Well, greetings and salutations. I'm Jeff Fredericks, and on the line is Patrick Soika, founder of Rewards Canada, the definitive source for all things rewards programs. Today is January 16th, 2017, and this is episode number 13 of the Rewards Canada Weekly Roundup Podcast. As always, our goal is to help you maximize your earning potential and get the most out of whatever rewards program you belong to. Each week, we highlight the best in reward point deals and bonuses. We also cover all relevant industry news, including program updates, enhancements, and changes. And of course, we'll reveal a tip of the week to help you stay on top of your game. So let's get on with the show. Okay, Patrick, new year and new deals of the week to promote. Let's start with the British Airways Executive Club offer for a chance to earn triple avios on all flights, including those that originate out of Canada. That's right. So this is uh, an offer we actually saw this past fall that ended just uh, early in December that they've brought back for the first quarter of this year. So anytime you fly on British Airways, as long as you register for this offer beforehand, you'll earn triple avios on all those flights. doesn't matter what class uh, you're flying in, economy, business first, uh, you'll earn those triple avios, which is a great way to boost your balance uh, within this program. So, you know, flights out of Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, Montreal on British Airways all count. And then also um, transatlantic flights on some of their partners, American Airlines, Finnair, and Iberia. So if you happen to be connecting via the U.S. on American or, you know, Finnair or Iberia, then you can also uh, sign up for this and earn the triple avios on those flights. So it's, you know, flight bonuses are always great, especially when they're these, you know, we call them system-wide, network-wide, global offers. You know, so if you fly out of Calgary to London and then connect London to, you know, anywhere else that British Airways flies in Europe, Africa, Asia, you'll earn triple avios on all those flights. All right, next we've got a few hotels worth mentioning. Uh, and the first is an opportunity to earn triple aeroplane miles on all IHG hotel stays until April the 15th. That's right. So again, this is one we saw last fall uh, coming out for this quarter. It, it seems like uh, maybe the marketing teams for, for these programs are, are either inundated with other work or... Are, can't be bothered to come up with new promotions, but that's that's not a problem because you know a lot of these promotions are great. So triple aeroplane miles on IHG stays, uh, as most people, or I would hope most people know, there are IHG hotels, is Intercontinental hotels. So they have their their highest end brand, which is Intercontinental hotels and resorts. But for most people, this is Crown Plaza, Hotel Indigo, Holiday Inn, Holiday Inn Express, Staybridge Suites, Candlewood Suites, you name it. So if you register for this offer you'll earn triple aeroplan miles. Now, this is where you kind of have to decide what you want to earn because IHG also has their Accelerate promotion for their own IHG Rewards Club members. Now, if you stay at IHG hotels a lot, you're better off going with that Accelerate promotion. But if you're a person who only has one or two stays planned for you know the next three, four months with IHG, you may be better off funneling those stays into Aeroplan so that you can earn triple Aeroplan miles on those. There is a, a maximum you can earn uh, something like 7,500 bonus miles, they say, on this campaign, which doesn't really add up correctly. I think these are terms and conditions that they copy and pasted from when they were offering quadruple miles last summer. Um, but still, so keep an eye out on that. I mean, you know, within two or three stays, you probably won't hit that maximum bonus, so not, not too much to worry about there. If you're going to do four or five, six days, I, I would definitely take a look at the Accelerate promotion instead of this one, but still, one or two, go for Aeroplan. And finally, Club Carlson is offering up to 100,000 bonus points on the Carlson Residor Hotel stays worldwide. Absolutely. Again, so some of you may be saying, you know, who may be new to this 
the points game, miles game, travel, you, you've taken on a new job, we're going to travel now. It's like, what is Carlson Residor? Well, Carlson is, of course, the parent company of a bunch of hotels. And I don't know why we see this in the, in the hotel industry. So many of the programs are named after the parent company when they actually ha- don't have hotels themselves. So there's confusion there. And, and you know, I, I discussed this at a conference last year in terms of the co-brand market, you know, you're trying to promote, say, a credit card for, uh, you know, we use ISG, which was before this, or if Carlson launched one here in Canada, you ask somebody on the street, what is IHG Rewards or what is Carlson Residor Hotels? And they won't have a clue. But you mentioned Holiday Inn, or in the case of Carlson Hotels, Radisson Hotels, Country Inns and Suites, Park Plaza, Park Inn. And then, you know, a light bulb goes off. Yeah, we know that hotel chain. So, so for those of you new to the game, Carlson Reservoir Hotels is your Radisson, your Park Plaza, Country Inns and Suites, Radisson Blue, Park Inn, and also their newest brand, uh, Radisson Red, uh, where they only have a couple of those hotels in like Brussels and Minneapolis. Um, so this promotion, you have to pick one of five options. So from as little as 5,000 bonus points for one night stay, or 100,000 points if you stay 20 or more nights before the end of March. So this is where you kind of have to do some planning. Take a look at your planned travel. If you have lots of travel coming up and you know you'll clear that 20-night mark and you can do it with Carlson Hotels, then register for that stay 20 or more nights because you'll earn a huge bonus of 100,000 bonus gold points. When uh, hotel stays in this program start at 9,000 points per night, you know that's a lot of free nights you can get. By staying those 20 nights but you know for a lot of you it may be less if you think you know you can guarantee five or six nights but you think you can push to eight go for that eight but you may be better off just uh registering for the four night offer of twenty thousand bonus gold points because you know if you can only guarantee five then don't try and register for something higher because the the promotion won't let you earn points if you don't hit that target that you register for. So that's the, the main caveat on this, but you can earn a lot of points. Pick your one, two, four, eight, or 20 nights and uh, start racking up those bonus points. Okay, moving on to movers and shakers. And up first, we've got some great changes to the Alaska Airlines mileage plan. What are the details? All right, so just before Christmas, they announced some changes to the mileage plan program. And the biggest is that they've gone kind of to a distance-based reward chart for flights on their own metal. That's on flights on Alaska Airlines or Horizon Air uh, planes. Horizon Air has kind of been fully brought into Alaska, but some people still call it that. Um, So this is really more for those who live in Alberta and BC, because with this new chart, if you go on a flight that's 700 miles or shorter, it takes as little as 5,000 miles per mile. So you get a one-way ticket uh, on those routes. So Calgary, Kelowna, uh, Edmonton and Vancouver and Victoria all come under 700 miles to fly to Seattle, which is, that's a, that's a great deal. So round trip, you're looking at 10,000 miles between those cities. No other program offers that. Uh, closest would be Aeroplan with like 15,000. So 10,000 miles is pretty decent. When you can get an Alaska credit card in Canada that offers 25,000 miles, there's a possibility of five one-way flights right for those routes. Um, even within that chart, there's some good deals of 7,500 miles for kind of longer flights. Um, and the good thing is with their one-way routing, Alaska Airlines allows you a stopover. So you can go, as was pointed out on this post by one of our readers, that he sat, found for 7,500 miles, he can go Edmonton to Seattle, have a stopover in Seattle, and then continue on Seattle to Portland for only 7,500 miles. So that's a really good deal. Like Alaska 
is one of the best programs out there. We've been saying it for a little while, and it still is. But these latest changes, it's a really good thing. Um, in their announcement, there was a few other changes. You know, the Virgin America takeover, which is complete now. And a lot of people, if you guys had Virgin America Elevate accounts prior to December 5th, you'll get an email asking to link your accounts with Alaska Airlines, and they'll give you 10,000 mileage plan miles. I got the email this week. They were having some issues with it. Hopefully, it starts working soon. But 10,000 miles, there's two more flights between Calgary and Seattle for me. I love it. You know, this program is really pushing uh, the good side of, the, of what loyalty programs should be doing. Um, on, the, on the flip side, though, their partnership with Delta Airlines will be done as of May 1st. So that, that's not really great news because Delta serves a lot of cities in Canada and provides a lot of service where people can funnel their uh, flights to the mileage plan program. But we were kind of expecting this as Delta, you know, came into Seattle and started a war essentially with Alaska. They they offer so many flights out of Seattle, created their own hub there. And, you know, we were, everybody's wondering how long will this partnership last with uh, these two airlines going head to head. So now we know that partnership is done uh, May 1st. Uh, a few other small changes was that increased earning on premium class fares. Now you can earn a lot more miles flying on, um, you know, their partners in first class or business class. You know, very popular for us Canadians are Cathay Pacific and British Airways. If you're funneling those programs to mileage plan and you're flying in business or first, you, you're going to earn a lot more miles now in the mileage cram program. Sounds good. Okay, the fine folks said. PetroPoints are putting their New Year's resolutions uh, in place by announcing a makeover to the program. Uh, The program is now easier to understand and there are some noticeable improvements. But as you noted on the blog, not everyone will be happy. Uh, Explain what's happening. All right, so PetroPoints revamped their program right at the end of uh, last year. Some people seem to be getting emails before New Year's. We got ours after New Year's. Uh, You know, if, if they have a pretty big email subscription base that's you know probably why you have to spread it out over a few days uh, we know that ourselves we sent out a newsletter that you can't send 10,000 plus emails out at once otherwise all the spam filters out there will will block your your email address and your IP address so this is why you know some people even ask this and I'm going off topic here a little bit but you know how come somebody gets an offer from Aeroplan a day before somebody else does and that's you know exactly the reason why you know the, the, you cannot send out tens of thousands of emails all at the same time. Spam filters just do not like it. So that's why you know, some people find an offer before others. Um, but So going back on the topic, uh, Petro Points, yeah, revamped their program. Uh, the best thing in the program now was that you earn 10 points per liter irregardless of the fuel you buy. It used to be five for the lowest level, like regular clean fuel, seven for mid-grade, and 10 for the, the top level. Well, now it's 10 for all of them. So this is uh, big for those who only buy the regular clean fuel. Now you're earning double the points. Um, The other changes they've made in store, you now only earn 10 points per dollar instead of 20 points per dollar, which seems like less, but they've also changed their redemption rates in that 1,000 points equals essentially uh, $10 uh, that you can use towards your purchases in Petro Canada. Um, or sorry, that should be 10,000 points. 1,000 points is worth $1. It's a 1% return. My math was a little off there. Um, and that return is essentially pretty close to what it was before. On some things, you could make a bigger return in the previous program, depending on what you bought. Like a lot of people would go in and buy gift cards because you would earn petrol points on them. Now you don't. And that's probably the biggest 
kind of point where people are going to lose out now is that was the buying of gift cards at Petro Petro Canada is you won't earn Petro points on them anymore, which is uh, really unfortunate because that was a good way to rack up lots of points. And finally, the IHG Rewards Club Reward Night Hotel category is changing. Uh, what do our listeners need to know? Yeah, so this kicks in on January 15th. So that's uh, two days after we record this, but uh, when this goes live, these will already be live for a day. So what's happening every year, hotel programs adjust their list of hotels and kind of the category of reward redemption available, or I guess category, uh, they adjust where they go and how many points you have to use. And ISG was the first one for 2017 to come out with their changes. Over 650 of their hotels are moving categories. A lot of them are moving up, but some are moving down. In Canada, 31 hotels are changing categories. 20 of them are becoming more expensive, going from 15,000 to 20,000 or 20,000 to 25,000 points. But there's also 11 that are going down. So in this post, we pointed out that you know, if you have a hotel stay that you want to book with points and it's actually going down and you wait till after the date that those changes are happening to book. Um, but if it's going up, you try and book before that date. So, of course, this podcast is a day late for that. Um, so th- this is kind of, you know, for future, you can watch and see because we're going to have Marriott and Starwood will probably come up with their changes later this year. H- Hyatt as well. We mentioned that Hilton does a rolling change. They, they do it throughout the year. But these other programs, you're going to have to watch out when they release their lists of hotels that are going to change. And you'll want to kind of adjust your award redemptions for those hotels based on whether, you know, the hotel is going to go up in price that you want to redeem for, then book before the date the changes happen. If they go down, then book after the date the changes happen. Okay, this is the point in the show that we typically offer tips and tricks for maximizing earning potential. But in keeping with the New Year's theme, we thought we'd talk about trends for 2017. Uh, let's start by looking at the credit card industry. Uh, Patrick, what can we expect by way of trends or predictions? So I think in general, it's going to hold steady on the earn and burn. You're going to see rewards pretty much stay the same on a lot of the cards. Of course, you'll get your limited time increased sign-up bonuses or first-year free offers. We see that every year. It just continues in a cycle when um, banks want to push uh, further acquisition of their cards or, or cards within their portfolio. So those will pretty much change. What we're going to see, I think, more this year are more value-added benefits like uh, experiences, exclusive offers with, with merchants. You'll get merchant discounts. And I think the issuers are going to look at these type of things that they can add to the cards that will make people jump to their cards because a lot of people, I think, have realized that the rewards kind of have maxed out and they want something more from their cards. You know, we see it from... Uh, the loyalty programs themselves, Aeroplan, Starwood, Marriott, you name it. A lot of these programs have these kind of auction sites or things you can redeem miles for that provide these uh, one-of-a-kind experiences. But I think we're going to see the credit cards themselves move to more of those things. You know, we saw over the, the Christmas break, CIBC, I'm sure a cardholder's got a special thing for traveling through Toronto's airport. American Express did things for traveling through Toronto airport. You know, Air Miles set up um, these little shops uh, where you could redeem points for for merchandise within a mall. You're going to see a lot of these different just value-added benefits come beyond the whole earning and redeeming of points. And how about the airline and hotel programs? Uh, Any bold predictions or anticipated uh, changes to look for? I think primarily here in Canada, not so much. It's going to also stay relatively flat. 
we'll probably get our typical award chart changes from some programs where some flights will get more expensive, some may get may get cheaper. Uh, you know, our main program, Aeroplan, just went through it not too long ago, so I don't think we'll see too much from them. If we do, it's going to be towards the end of the year, probably October, November-ish, when they announce any uh, reward chart changes there. Um, we may see a few more programs go revenue-based. Uh, highly unlikely there will be any Canadian programs, but we saw most U.S. programs go on revenue-based mileage earning. So we may see that uh, with other programs around the world doing that. But I think here in Canada, you know, the two programs to watch for are the one we already mentioned in this podcast, Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan. Definitely you know, a great program and always watch for them. They're, they're going to continue being a mover. Um, but the other one is WestJet Rewards. You know, they've been doing so much to their program over the last couple of years and will continue. This year, I think we're going to see them add more and more partners. Uh, they already said in a press release that there's going to be, you know, frequent flyer partnership with Qantas. Uh, some of that's already in place, but more of it's going to come where you'll probably be able to redeem WestJet Rewards dollars on Qantas flights. So I think we'll see WestJet add even more airline partners where you can earn and redeem WestJet dollars uh, for uh, and I think also later this year, we may see them add some other non-airline partners. You know, crossing my fingers that we'll see hotel and car rental partners part, that become part of the WestJet Rewards program that aren't via, you know, booking WestJet's website. You know, we get some real hotel partners just like we do from all the other programs where you can actually complete a stay, say, at a Best Western Hotel or a, a Hilton or something, and you earn your airline miles right on that. So I have a feeling this, this year we'll see that from WestJet as well. And, of course, we can't forget that Canada is the land of the coalition program. So uh, safe to say no one wants a repeat of 2016, particularly uh, given the damage caused by the air miles expiry story. But uh, what can we expect from the, uh, the major coalition uh, partners, both air miles and aeroplane collectors? Uh, what can they expect this year? Okay, so now that the air mile situation has resolved itself, I think we'll watch for certain redemptions to increase in price with air miles. I'm guessing merchandise will be first. We've said this before in a lot of our interviews. That's the easiest place where they can increase the mileage amounts without people really noticing. Because when you go on, you don't really know what mile, what the miles are. Unless you take screenshots of it and keep track of their merchandise, those redemption amounts can change quite quickly and you, you won't even know it. Uh, I think we'll also possibly see cash rewards change. It's been a while since that that has changed right now. You know, 95 air miles gets you $10 off. We may see a boost in that. Air miles said they're going to change their redemption rates uh, to make up for the, the shortfall uh, that they had at the end of last year for not being able to expire people's miles. Uh, travel rewards won't take a hit yet. That would cause a huge uproar within the program. And air miles just does not need that right now. Plus, you know, they, they kind of set their award charts based on what they have to pay to airlines for those seats. So, you know, if they increase the rates, why should the airlines keep providing them the same discount that they get right now? You know, you'll see the airlines just increase their amount to them. So I don't think we'll see air miles change the travel rewards redemption amounts, at least in 2017. It may come 2018 because that'll be about... Well, that's roughly four or five years since their last change, and you know most programs do a change at least once in that that time period, maybe twice. So I think uh, you know the main thing with air miles is that we're going to see increased redemptions for non-travel rewards this year. Aeroplan, I think we may continue seeing them add uh, partners. We just saw an interesting addition 
of a couple like kind of foodie festival type things in in Montreal, and I, uh, if I remember, it was Vancouver. Or not I have to double check, but you know they're they're adding these kind of experience things that you're not going to earn miles at these places, but Aeroplan will have specific offers or or special things that you can do at these places for being an Aeroplan member. This goes back to us talking about even the credit cards adding experiences. So I think we'll see Aeroplan do more partnerships like that we will probably hopefully see a few more additions of partners aeroplan and air miles both seem to have been losing more partners than they're gaining lately and i have a feeling aeroplan is going to push some more partners out there this year especially in the wake of of all the air miles news last year and i think a lot of people are switching from air miles to aeroplan and and not switching like not cutting up their air miles card like some people but they're moving from air miles being their primary program to, you know, secondary, tertiary, you name it. It's just going down the list. Uh, so I think that's the main thing for those two big programs. But I, I have to mention that we've mentioned it here before. Not many people talk about it, but I think the coalition program to watch for in 2017 is overweighty food groups, more rewards. Uh, we, we've discussed it a few times on the website. They have the, their great partnership with Scotia now. They added Petro-Canada nationwide. Yeah, it was a Western-based loyalty program, but it's growing. It's going to become more of a nationwide program every few months as they add more partners. And it actually provides, you know, the more I look at it, it's a pretty decent value in terms of redeeming for travel rewards. So watch out for that program this year. Okay, before wrapping up, we want to remind everyone that the beginning of the new year is also a great opportunity to set your travel goals and spend some time determining how you're going to get there. In my case, I'm hoping to take the family on a great trip next year, and I want to make sure I get the right card now. We'll dive deeper into this next week, but Patrick will be developing a recommendation based on my spending behavior and my specific travel objectives, and we'll share that with our listeners. All right, that's it for this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to check out rewardscanada.ca where you'll find links to all our bonus offers, industry news, and travel rewards credit card rankings. Until then, happy collecting, and be sure to tune in next week when we do it all over again.